Hello folks, welcome to the fifth episode of the Space Monkey X Audio Workshop Presents Generation Tune. This is your host, Rob Lamley. On Generation Tune, I, a Gen Xer, my wife Andrea, a millennial, and our daughter Harper, a Gen Zer, watch some of our favorite cartoons from the last 40 years. Last time we discussed the real Ghostbusters, a show from my formative years, so this time it was Andrea's choice, and she went with MTV's Daria. The story of a smart, cynical high school girl resonated with Andrea, who was a smart, cynical high school girl at the time. Daria was a spin-off of MTV's wildly popular Beavis and Butthead, which ran from 1993 until 1997. Daria was a recurring character that was sort of the anti-Beavis and Butthead. Daria was spun off from Beavis and Butthead because MTV wanted a, quote, girls cartoon, and Daria was an existing character that didn't require MTV to do much development for, so it made sense to give her her own series. Daria debuted on March 3, 1997 and ran for five seasons of 13 episodes each, ending on June 25, 2001, with a total of 65 regular episodes. Although Daria was the creation of Beavis and Butthead writers Mike Judge and David Felton, they were not involved with the Daria TV show. The brains behind Daria were Glenn Eichler and Susie Lewis. Lewis was a relative newcomer to television. Her first job in the industry was as an intern at MTV. She was later hired on as the music video segment producer for Beavis and Butthead. She was in charge of choosing the music videos, editing the segments, as well as writing and recording their commentaries. Since Daria, she's been an executive producer on a lot of TV specials, but her biggest job has been as the supervising producer for Sea Rescue, a syndicated educational TV show for kids about marine wildlife. Eichler got his start editing for National Lampoon Magazine. He then became the story editor for Beavis and Butthead, as well as the MTV liquid television series The Max, before producing Daria. He wrote for a handful of cartoons here and there, but the main job he's had for years now is as one of the writers for Stephen Colbert. He worked on The Colbert Rapport and is still writing for The Late Show today. For this discussion on Generation Toon, we watched the following episodes of Daria. Season 1, Episode 1, Esteemsters. When Daria and her sister Quinn move to Highland, Texas, their first day at Lawndale High shows the stark differences between the siblings. Quinn is instantly popular, while Daria has to take a class for kids with low self-esteem. It's here where she meets her new best friend, Jane. Season 2, Episode 12, Pierce Me. Daria helps Jane's brother Trent find a birthday present for Jane. Her girlish crush on Trent means he's able to talk her into doing something she would never do on her own, getting her navel pierced. Season 4, Episode 13, Die, Die, My Darling. Jane convinces Daria to dye Jane's hair, despite Daria telling her she doesn't know what she's doing. When Daria inevitably messes it up, Jane thinks she did it on purpose because Daria is jealous of Jane's relationship with Tom. Season 5, Episode 13, Boxing Daria. When the family orders a new refrigerator, Daria is drawn to the empty cardboard box that was left behind. Sitting inside gives her comfort, as well as time to reflect on a traumatic event from her past that has shaped who she has become today. And with that, let's get to our conversation about MTV's Daria. Hello, everyone. Uh, we are back after a lengthy hiatus. <laughs> um, last time we did My Choice, which was The Real Ghostbusters, and now we are on to Andrea's choice, which is... Daria, of Dar course. Daria. A uh, little recap, as always. Uh, Dario ran for five seasons of 13 episodes each for a total of 65 episodes. Ran from March of 1997 until January of 2002. Um, Daria was a spinoff of MTV's wildly popular Beavis and Butthead, uh, for, which ran from 1993 until 1997. Uh, on that show, Daria was a recurring character that was sort of the anti-Beavis and Butthead. Uh, she was smart, cynical, introspective, mature, and just about everything those characters were not. 
Um, Mike Judge was the creator of Beavis and Butthead, along with the Beavis and Butthead writer David Felton, who created Daria, the character. They gave permission for the show to be produced about her, but neither had any involvement in the show. Uh, MTV said they wanted a girls show, and Daria was an existing character. <laughs> Welcome could... to the 90s. We're to gender everything. Exactly. It's going to be great. Uh, they wanted a girl show and Daria was an existing character they could work with that was on one of the most popular shows on MTV so it kind of made sense to spin her off into her own series um, we watched what was it five episodes one two four episodes, four episodes. Four. Uh, we started with the very first one uh, the esteemers is what it's called um, what did you guys think of that one I thought it was really good because it established the difference in character in like um in the characters Quinn and Daria um immediately. Quinn is her sister. Yeah, Quinn is, Quinn is her sister, yeah. by the way. Um but uh it really does establish the difference in character and how like that was gonna be a possible like um conflict in future episodes. It also just set up like um the type of character Daria was compared yeah. to other people. And we also um, got to meet Jane, her best friend. Yeah. So that was kind of important because Jane's a constant throughout the entire series. So, um, I, I also feel like the the tone and pacing of the pilot is more of what I remember about, or not pilot, but the first episode is more of what I remember about Daria. Um, and as we get into talking about the other episodes, that's the stuff that kind of surprised me more because that's the stuff that I, I guess, given also when it aired, I had aged out of being able to watch it on a regular basis. Right. And so I didn't realize how much depth later came into play in the later seasons. You would have been right about the right age in 1997 to be watching this. Like, this was aimed at your demographic. I know, but what I'm saying is, is that the later... I'm just yeah. saying that's that yeah. was you, this, oh, this cartoon was targeted at young women in their teens who were in high school. And I so, mean, absolutely. And that's part of the reason why I liked it. But it was the first season the first the earlier episodes and stuff are definitely more kind of just more on the lighthearted sarcasm side of things yeah and then it seems like in the later seasons they got more into more detailed and nuanced storytelling yeah which is unusual for this <laughs> this podcast so far generally the worse the show gets in the later seasons right and for me i felt like this show got a huge glow up from the first oh, episode yeah. until the last that we watched. Again, like the we watched what an episode in season four, and then we just watched one in season five, and those two make me want to go back and rewatch the entire run. Yeah, because there's clearly things that I. Well, again, if it came out, it came out in ninety seven, so I would have been a, um, between freshman and sophomore year. So yeah, again, so dead targeted on, right target at you. demographic. Yeah, but then by the time it ended, I mean we're talking about. What was it, to 2002? 2002. You were out of high school by then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and I were about to meet. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I wasn't... And I, I also know that, you know... Four years later, you were married. <laughs> I, I, I need to go have some sort of existential crisis right now. Back to... Um, a little bit back to uh, Daria's best friend of the series, uh, mm-hmm. Jane. Yeah. I really liked... How Jane wasn't a complete opposite of Daria. I like that too. Because in a lot of shows where there's a cynical character uh, and they have a best friend, the best friend's normally the preppy character, more like Quinn, their sister, um, Daria's sister's type. Mm-hmm. But I really liked that they still had similarities, even though they were definitely different in, cer- in certain ways. Um, Jane was able to, to connect a bit better with people. 
than Daria and and everything and wasn't as serious. But uh, they still had similarities in how they were very sarcastic. They very much judged other people. And I really like how, because that that's more realistic in a real friendship. It is birds of a feather feather because, flock together. Because a lot, because a lot of people like have a lot of similarities with someone, even if they're not exactly alike. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I was very, I was very happy to see that. Um, I also liked because it, in your example, there's usually a straight man and then the comedy one, you know, the funny one. Yeah. And so in that, in a normal situation, you would have seen that where Daria would be the. The dour and the, the dry, the, yeah, mm-hmm. and then you'd have somebody who's all bubbly in personality, which is kind of Quinn, her sister. But I, you're right, Jane was very, they're very similar in character, but yet slightly but, different. Well, Jane, Jane had her moments of providing levity to Daria because if yeah. you had two of them that were that down, I mean, the whole show would, would be just, horribly depressing. But yeah. you know, Jane was just like Jane. Jane, in some ways, to me. And I think why she became such a fan favorite is because she's the viewer. She's the one who's like, I can be serious in this, but then also I'm going to sit back and laugh because life should not be that serious. Right. Yeah. Also, they did have like good comedy moments like together. Like I really liked it whenever um, they both like had a situation, like, like let's say they were done talking to someone, they would both turn to each other and have sarcastic comments about that person and like have comedic moments in that. Which and it is just, real it, life. I mean, yeah, that's what we do with our friends. You it know, felt, whenever. it felt really real. I felt like a good real friendship, yeah. even if they, and also it was better because in later seasons they dealt with conflict between each other Yeah, and they still stayed strong in that friendship, even if they were mad at each other. Right. And that, that Which, does happen. Well, that we know. True. One of those episodes, it ended very unsure. Where you know, I was about to say, let's talk about that. Yeah, one, that Jane would, that's, is like that's I where the show know. that's of of the episodes we watched was season four, episode thirteen. Die, die, my darling. Um, that was the one that like made me kind of like take a step back yeah, and me be too. like, whoa, it was like, it was like, okay. this is a pretty good show. <laughs> um, in that one, Jane asks Daria to dye her hair. And Daria's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to screw it up. I don't want to do this. But Jane talks her into it. And then Daria screws it up. But then Jane accuses Daria of doing it on purpose because Daria would be jealous of Jane's relationship with a boy named Tom. And later in the episode, uh, Tom and Daria kiss more than once. And so clearly there are feelings between them. Mm -hmm. And you're right. At the end of that episode, we don't know if Jane and Daria are still really going to be friends. Because Jane even says as much. Yeah. She's like, you know, I, I don't know. And that's how it ends. Yeah. And that's not something you would see a lot in cartoons at the time. No, but a you definitely... Of, that's that's real. A lot it of really cartoons was. at the time and also... And even, and even now really do stick to, okay, these guys are going to be friends forever. They right. are this ma- is the meant group. to be. But... You don't this, break up the Scooby Gang. Yeah, this you know? but this show definitely dealt with the um, dealt with the conflict of what if you and your friends do get into a fight yeah. that does leave a pretty big impact on your friendship. What do you do in that situation? Yeah. And I think it handled it really well because it showed that they communicated with each other and they both accepted that. Hey, I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you, and I don't know how to feel about you anymore. And that's just how it went. Yeah. And I think. Like later on, like they they definitely made up in some way, right. but it was still it still felt a little tense, and yeah. it still felt like okay, we know that they hurt each other in the past, and right. like and that happened, but they are at least slowly moving on, and yeah. it isn't an immediate okay, you're my best friend again. It's a 
I don't know how to feel about you. Yeah. And I don't know what's next. Kind well, of. and then and then by the last episode that we watched, uh, which is called Boxing Daria, which is the last episode of the se- of the series, not necessarily a season or a series finale. We'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, in that episode, they've seemed to have really turned a corner because when Daria needs Jane, you know, she or when she, Daria needs someone to talk to, she calls Jane and she says, you're the only person I trust. Mm-hmm. And so clearly they've reconciled and they've probably grown closer. Well, but at the same time, it I definitely feel like the framing of that felt like it was supposed to be a poignant moment. So I wonder yeah. if all during that... F- fifth season there is kind of a like i don't know if i trust you i don't know if i trust you and like there is that back and forth that's true because yeah we we would definitely felt like it was supposed to be a moment when she tells her you're the one i trust the most no you're right you're right and maybe if we'd watch the rest of it we'd it definitely it definitely felt like an important moment even though like of course it is an important moment since uh it it um, it's like them like showing that hey we had fights in the past but I still trust you you're still my friend right but it also was important because it was a good turning point from how Daria acted in the first episode to now because I I don't believe that first season like first episode Daria would have ran up and hugged Jane or ran up and well, or even called anyone when she needed help I could see that but yeah. as soon as but as soon as she was in like deep trouble and deep and needed um, someone in mm-hmm. deep emotional like needed some mono- emotional support suddenly uh she calls jane she hugs her as soon as she enters the diner well even and, like, jane when that happened jane still was kind of like what is this all about like, mm-hmm. <laughs> jane, clearly not you could, something you they could did. see in jane's face that like she was like okay something's actually yeah wrong, something right. really wrong yeah as i said it was the last episode we watched was the final episode of the series but it wasn't a series finale um the show was canceled before they got an official series finale the last regular episode of the show aired on june 25th 2001 but the producers were able to develop a second 75 minute movie the first one they did a few years earlier Uh, this one was called is it college yet and it was released in january of 2002 and it was kind of a more satisfying ending for the series Uh, in that movie we see daria and her friends figuring out their post high school graduation lives so it kind of wrapped everything up nicely, and uh, a lot of them went their separate ways. So we kind of see, you know, how they reconciled the relationships and what they decided to do. Now, unfortunately, that's not on Paramount Plus, where we watched these episodes. Um, but you can get them on DVD, but we didn't have time to get them. Yeah. So. But what did you guys think of the art style? I personally liked the art style. It wasn't. It's not like my favorite art style, but I definitely um, appreciate it, and I definitely find some really good things about it, like the uh, line work. Mm-hmm. Line work. The fact that it's like it's kind of a mix between really thick line art, line art, and also really and also more thinner, more clean line art. Uh, it kind of gave me a bit of that like this is a high schooler's drawing vibe. I don't know if that makes sense. But essentially, when you look at the art style, it definitely gives me a feeling that, like, uh, maybe a high schooler drew this, or, like, like maybe even, like, Daria drew this, or something like that. I could see Um, that. Because it it definitely looked like... It didn't look like a digital pen. It looked more like... It it wasn't. Yeah, true. For me, personally, I really do like the dark outline, and that was kind of a thing at the time. I remember the Clerks cartoon had a similar really dark, thick, black outline for their characters. And we were just talking about Clone High. That also had 
not as thick, but it had a, a nice, thick, dark outline. It also had, like, more straight lines. And, like, a lot of and, angles. And Daria, yes. Daria dealt with um, straight lines mixed with curvy ones, like, with the hair and everything. Yeah, yeah. Which, it, and it worked really well in its favor. Yeah. Uh, it was a very sim- simple art style at the same time, the very flat colors. I was going to say, that is what bothers me, is I, I, I wasn't a fan of the style of it. Um, I also really, and this, this bugged me, and I know it's a silly little thing because it does it in all the cartoons, but there's very there's a lot of moments where there's no motion, where it's just a talking head, and there's no motion, and all you see are their lips moving, and it, I don't know, it just it didn't feel very complete to me. It seemed almost, almost web comic-y before web comics. See, that's I all these these things are the things that I love about it. Well, and that's yeah. fine because it reminds me of kind of that. I don't know, it's it's pop art-ish, Keith Haring graffiti, like, again, bold lines, heavy lines. Yeah, that's very But then Haring. also, it's more, because you don't have, like, motion, action, all that stuff, it is more like a quieter, pay attention to the dialogue type of show. There's nothing to distract you. It also, is just in front of also, you. That's fair. It also definitely made sense for whenever Jane and Daria just stood and talked, like, talked to one another, because... Like every like, cause they're different than everyone else in the show. They don't they don't like um, I, don't, I don't know how to describe this. Basically, they don't really emote. They don't really emote, and they don't really um, like show those emotions with their movement. They mostly just use their sarcastic dialogue. Yeah. And I feel like that really fits with who they are as characters, and the art style kind of reflects that. Is like is like they're just talking and they're being sarcastic, and they're not emoting in like a physical way. That's fair. I mean, well, they also, they rely heavier on, uh, even though the eyes and eyebrows are drawn very simply, that's where all your motion and emoting is coming in. It's a lot more side eye, it's a lot more, you know, a raised eyebrow here, while, like, one person might be talking over here, but if you're watching our characters, like, they're making faces at each other kind of thing. (laughs) I guess I didn't catch up on all that nuance then. (laughs) I mean, it's not like they're pulling exaggerated faces. It's no, like, I know. It's like a side eye and a raise an eyebrow, like, yeah. are, are you listening to this yeah. type of thing? Which is kind of like, it's kind of the whole vibe. It's Daria and Jane are our Statler and Waldorf. They right. are ones sometimes doing the commentary on what else is going on right, within right. the episode. I will say, um, in one of the episodes we watched, uh, they went to a concert and at the concert, I saw a lot of people that I knew from the mid to late 90s in that crowd. Like, they did a really good job of capturing the essence and the fashion of that oh. time period. Yes. I also really liked that they added more, like, goth and punk characters. Because I don't see those very... You don't see those very often in modern cartoons that I grew up with. You, like, um, you don't see that much, but in, but in this show, it was, like, more of a prominent thing. It was more of well, a pop, it was more of a common thing. That was the thing. culture at the time. Yeah, I understand it, that. it was just kind of becoming a big thing at that time, so I think they were trying to reflect mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But, I mean, that's still a cool... It was still, it was still interesting, especially because, like, it showed different ways, like, because I'm... Just different I'm, personalities. I'm on, it. I'm, the, I'm on the internet. I've seen plenty of people who are in the pop, um, uh, punk God, and goth Yeah. And, emo um subcultures and everything and so it's fun to see their like them drawing different versions of punk or different versions of goth like showing it's not just one thing right i also think um given the age difference i think you're talking about they're drawing like the 
children of punk. <laughs> well, and yes, you guys are like yeah. the grandchildren, great grandchildren <laughs> of punk. True. Yeah. Because, I mean, I also, it's interesting. I was just thinking about this. Um, you're talking about all the different styles and the goth and all that stuff. And the goths that I grew up with are emo, goth, long coat, all that stuff. And I want to say about the time this aired is also the time that Hot Topic opened locally and mm. stuff like that. So, I mean, it's like, it was all... It was all happening at that yeah, time. Yeah, and, you know, it's the time of the Delius catalog and the Alloy catalog and this borderline, like, alternative, like, skater wear starting to become mainstream and... We were, I mean, from my personal experience, I know we were starting to get into kind of the pop punk Green Day era. And that plays into that, mm-hmm. you know, the Thrasher stuff, mm-hmm. um, because that's when, you know, the board shorts became popular and, you know, slip on shoes and, you yeah, know, skater. Yeah, yeah. The skater aesthetic kind of became a thing. So, and I, I did see some of that reflected in Daria, which is, I still think it's interesting how it's also interesting how much detail they put in the, in some of the background characters. Okay. That's true too. Although, yeah. although like, um, Although, like, the, the style of Daria isn't, like, super detailed, they still added some detail to the characters that you're they not supposed to... They gave them personality. Yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to focus on. Um, and, like, they added, like, piercings or different mm-hmm. hair colors or, like, different hairstyles or clothing to really show a bit of, like, depth to these background characters. Yeah. Like, you... And that's that's very important in an animated show. You sure. don't want your background characters to all look to the same or all blend to have, into the background. Yeah, yeah. Um, you still want them to show up and like make it seem more like a lively concert right. or a lively town. Like you still want it to feel like people live there, other sure. than the main characters. Yeah. And I think that that was very important and very good on their part. Yeah. Um, as I said, I feel like the series got a lot more in depth and mature, <laughs> emotional, and emotional. Um. <laughs> I, I have to say that makes me really curious to go back and watch some of these. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wonder if there's, you know, a, sim- a single episode that really became that, or really started that influence. Um, I'd be really interested to see if there's anything online that talks about that because I'd love to see where that switch took place, or if it was more of a gradual thing. I don't know. Yeah, never know. Which, like boxing to boxing, boxing Daria, boxing the last Daria. One. The last one that we watched, um, that one got really emotional, like really quickly in the episode, and that yeah. that kind of made me step back. It was just like, oh, this is the type of episode yeah. we're going to be getting into. Yeah, I I feel like there's not a real way to fully recap it because I feel like we've all just kind of it's been an appetizer for us. Yeah, like this is definitely something I could see me putting on while I'm working on something else, so I can like mostly pay attention to it. Um, just so I could get through it again, like right. watch the whole run of it well, and see. I never watched any of this. I might have caught an episode here and there when it first started. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like you said, by 1987, I was out of high school. I was working a full-time job. I wasn't sitting around watching MTV cartoons. So this one I really didn't have much exposure to other than, like, the cultural osmosis of she's a cynical, you know... Right, d- right. Kind of feminist kind of I don't know you know I didn't really know much about Daria until we sat down and watched well and I I mean and I'm I'm fully willing to admit that you know because at the time I was a self-absorbed high schooler like I but I definitely don't feel like it ever I don't feel like I ever knew like oh at this time of day Daria is on because I feel like MTV really had times where they were just like we'll just throw whatever up and see and 
And then you'd be like, oh, I hope I can catch it in rerun. Right. Which you probably could because it was MTV. Probably could. But, you know, <laughs> sometimes it'd be at 2 in the morning. Right. Or sometimes it'd be at, you know, whatever. Yeah. 1 o'clock in the afternoon. When you're yeah. Running. On the off chance any youths listen to this, rerun <laughs> is when a network replays an episode they've already played. <laughs> because we couldn't just pause it, tape it. Right. Or tape it, you could, and that's a you're, whole other tangent. You're, you're old. Yeah. <laughs> it's the point of this. But I'm, I really I'm the liked, middle old. I really liked um, Boxing Daria uh, as a, like, although it's not the final episode, it still yeah. felt like a final episode, and I definitely like it as a final episode because it kind of, like, I, I'm I'm just making a guess that the rest, the most, of the like, a bit of the series was um, pretty emotional like yeah. that. But, um... It definitely wrapped up and made us suddenly like understand how, uh, like understand that this character is cynical, has always been cynical, and it also gives us more depth in the family of Dar- uh, like Daria's family, and like it definitely showed that, um, like we already knew that their parent, that um, her parents were very stressed, but we saw how Daria played into that stress. Right. We saw how. Uh, Daria played into diff- into um, being very different from um, her sister, and like that definitely pl- showed in how uh, Daria has both affected the family and how the fa- uh, family has affected her. But at the same time, I think more so it shows that the stress of mom and dad caused them to be more stressed about Daria, about her situation. It was never her. But the thing is, is her as a child, her, the way her brain could process it is that it was her. Right. Yeah. And not that the, you know, and not, you know, like they later said, like you're, you, we knew you are so smart and so, you know, bright and yeah. self-reflecting that you are going to have a hard time in life. But it was never that they were upset at her. It was that they were frustrated that their child was having a hard time. Right. But that when, she was unhappy. Right. But, uh, you know, through a child's lens, that they don't see that kind of nuance. Right. They see mom, dad, unhappy and saying my name. So. True. And to go back to what you were saying, I think you're absolutely right that it does make a nice bookend. Because the very first episode we see... Stressed out parents who aren't paying attention to anyone, let alone, you know, to each other or the kids. You see a very um, uh, shallow sister who doesn't seem to like Daria. Then you have Daria who is just down and cynical and doesn't like anyone. And then by the end of the series here, we have Daria who is hugging a friend, which you've never seen, confiding in that friend. And then she goes and talks to her parents who then are showing emotion and showing caring and understanding towards her. And more importantly, she's able to self-reflect and say, oh my God, I caused this problem. Maybe I'm part of the problem. It wasn't just my parents were terrible. And then finally, Quinn actually shows some empathy and gives her the big box that Daria was hiding out in again. And even reminds Daria of the trauma that had happened with the, the big parental fight. So you're kind of right. It almost has a character arc where things are very different in the very beginning to where they ended up, even in this the, last episode. The character the character development in the show with the main family uh, is one that you kind of have to pay attention to really closely to understand, because, like, in the first episode, you they're already established, like, the type of flaws that you would expect the characters to develop from. And 
um, from the in-between episodes, like before the final episode, like you can kind of see it, but it's only if you look really closely. Yeah. And then at the final episode, you see that character development in full of like the parents uh, noticing and under- and like being caring and communicative, like communicating with Daria, Quinn showing some empathy towards her older sister and like trying to help her out. Um, and Daria being more empathetic and, and um, like seeking comfort in another person. Yeah. And like, that is one that like, that's character development that you really need to pay attention to, to actually notice. Um, and I, I kind of noticed it with Quinn a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, just because like Quinn was trying to connect with, mom in one episode in like one episode as a side plot yeah uh i noticed it with daria of course because daria is the main character um whenever she was like talking to jane and trying to communicate with jane um but yeah it's it's one of those ones that are it's it's both fascinating but also it's really easy to miss sure yeah you have to kind of know the characters pretty well yeah. to see how they've changed. And I feel like I feel like if we watched more episodes, we would see, probably see a that lot more evolution. of that change. Right. But um, but it still felt natural to see Quinn being empathetic and helping out her older sister. It still felt natural to see Daria's parents like talking to her and communicating their feelings towards her. Right. And her trying in her um seeking comfort in her friend. Yeah. You do see parts of that. Like, I can remember episodes where, like, Quinn shows surprising behavior. So you almost get the impression sometimes that the that Quinn's shallowness to some degree is, is an act. It's it's what she thinks the world expects of her. Sure. I can even, see that. We even saw it in, like, Boxing with Daria uh, flashbacks is in one scene... One scene, it's uh, Daria and her parents and Quinn driving back from Daria's counseling session, and... Uh, Daria, Daria and her parents are talking in the car and Quinn keeps on like mentioning that like she can, that she's okay with playing. Right. She's okay with doing this. But you know what? Which shows like, which shows the comparison that maybe Quinn was felt, felt like she needed to. She needed to please. She needed to please her parents because yes. she saw that they were upset and she also needed to please others. Well, and she saw that Daria was the one that was making them upset. So she was trying to be the anti-Daria. Yeah. She was trying to be bubbly and social and friendly and talkative. Basically, basically trying to be the child that the, that she thinks that her parents would want. Exactly. I don't, you disagree? I just don't think that much thought went into into that because <laughs> they they said early on that like Daria's 5'6". Quinn is like three years three. old. That's just a three-year-old. You're talking about a topic, and mm. they chime in and say what they can do about it. I am Our going. Eight-year-old still does it. I am going. Yes, but I am going to say that my relationship with my sister was similar in that my sister no. got. Hang on. Yeah, she got yeah. into a lot of trouble when she was in junior high and high school, and even as a young child, I. I became a straight arrow and never got into trouble, never did anything wrong because I recognized that my sister's behavior was stressful on my parents. There were a lot of fights where my parents were arguing with my sister about something my sister did or did not do, namely homework or tests or whatever. And so I know I am the person I am today because of my sister getting in trouble. And I was very young when that started. She, she's eight years older than I am. And so I, you know, we're talking, I was four or five when I started to change who I was so that I didn't cause my parents that kind of stress. I mean, I can see that, but I can just, I can just see that like when you have a toddler 
and True. you're talking about something. I think it's they just want to be a part of the conversation. I think it's a bit of a mix of both just being a toddler and also and also the uh, seeing. Hey, my parents are upset because my older sister's not being social. I'm going to be social. I'm going to be preppy because I want to make them happy. I think it's a both. It's I think it's a mix of that. It could be like toddler, like um, like uh, I want to join this now. Definitely the energy Quinn was showing in the back seat. Was, <laughs> it was, was definitely a toddler. But she just could not sit still. Literally, right. they had her jittering on the floor, <laughs> oh, and that was really very accurate. And that's <laughs> what I mean is why I feel like a lot of thought was put into the fact that like she's just she's just three. Yeah. And I understand that that's part of her character as later grows up to be just more like the family. Right. But I don't know. I didn't. I didn't feel like it was. There was any kind of major subtext there yeah, besides fair. her just being a three-year-old. That's fair. I guess Harper, would you watch more of this? I'd probably watch more of this because I'm really into. Uh, this is just me being a, like a character obsessed person. Um, I really liked the character development shown in the t- in the like comparing to the first episode and the last episode. So I would love to see what happens between that. Sure. And like seeing um, seeing like uh, the characters. Uh, act i also just really liked how um jane and daria spoke to one another i thought that was great (laughs) um and relatable so yeah i would definitely watch this cool i again as someone who didn't watch any of this when it was airing um i thought it was all basically the first episode i didn't think it was that deep i thought it was kind of a little bit more uh, a little bit more mature beavis and butthead where it was just a lot of cynical and funny and stuff like that I didn't realize how emotional and how deep this show got. I love the I love the comparison of Beavis and Butt of Beavis and Butthead, two kids just getting in trouble and being dumb. Yeah, Daria, we're gonna crush your heart. <laughs> well, <laughs> but that's not what the first episode is. The True. first episode is pretty light and it's kind of silly. But then as we got into the later seasons, I gotta say, like that first one we watched, Die Die Darla. My Die Die My Darla, whatever it was. Yeah, that one hit me hard, and I was like, whoa. This show is something different. See, so it's a, I could it's definitely a girl show. It's emotional. Right. <laughs> I could definitely see me going back and, like you said, have it on in the background while I'm doing other things. I don't know if I'd sit there and focus for 25 minutes. Because I don't feel like you need to. Because no. they always um, break up everything with well, some sort of levity. And again, there's so much, as you were saying, non-action. It's so much just a static I mean, screen, a lot of it's these you could just dialogue. listen to. Yeah, exactly. You could, I, you could absolutely put this on and put headphones on and yeah. just be... I don't know that you really need to watch it necessarily. Not always, no. So I, I definitely think I'd watch this one too, which is yeah. surprising me because I I didn't think this show had that much depth when I you know when you suggested it. I'm, very, I'm very glad that it got really into depth. Yeah, this might I, just me be too. because of what, like, what cartoons I've grown up with. Um, but I really liked how it got like kind of emotional, how it dealt with like friend struggles. That was a big thing. I'm just like, Oh, I'm so glad you talked about this. That's what you deal with in high school. Yeah. You know, so it makes absolute sense. So it makes a lot of sense. Like that they brought it up and they were just like, there was like, yeah, this happens. Here's one, one possibility. Like here's one outcome that can happen if this happens to you. Here's how you can handle it. Mm -hmm. Well, um, aside from that, the show is... (laughs) being spun off once again. So it's going to be a spin-off of a spin-off. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new show called Jody. Now, we never saw Jody on the, sh- on uh, the yes, episodes we yes, watched. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Didn't we? Yes, just we did. very little. Oh, okay. Jody I guess was on a couple of them. Jo- I don't Jody, remember that. I think Jody just like came up and talked to them and like put in a little bit of like uh, 
put in just a little bit of the plot. Okay. Like, basically just talked about okay. something that happened. That, but she wasn't that a major was, character. But she was not a major character. Okay. No, I mean in the ones we watched. I know, oh, but okay. I want to say that she was, she was like the third one in one of them. Okay. I don't remember, I guess. Anyway, um, Jody is coming back as her own show. Um, it was supposed to be Daria and Jody, but they dropped Daria for whatever reason. And so now it's just going to be Jody. Um, that has been announced by MTV Studios. Uh, it's actually going to air on Comedy Central, though. Um, but they have no air date yet. So I'll be curious to see what they do with that. I, I would like to check that out just to see what, like, just to see what changed and also, like, what changed in the show style and also what changed, like, um, in what topics they talk about. Well, it is a more, a more modern show. Um, basically, the storyline is that Jody graduates high school, goes to college, goes to a good school, because she was, like, a really good student, apparently. Again, mm-hmm. I don't know the mm-hmm. character, but... Um, and so she goes to a really good school, and she gets uh, a job in, uh, like, a startup. And so she's going to be talking about tech and employment and dating because she's, I guess, it's kind of weird. She's, like, now in her 20s, even though the show ended 20 years ago, so she should be in her 40s or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, but, you know. But, you know, they're kind of skipping time there a little bit. And that's okay. Universe yeah. It's where yeah. we left off. Exa- and that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's kind of interesting about it, though, is that it is the going to be the first... Um, first cartoon with a lead character that is a black woman since like 2003. Um, there was a show called Hey Moni, which was on BET. I don't remember. I remember. I remember Do you really? Name. Yeah. It, I don't know that I ever watched it, but I definitely remember like commercials for it. That was, like that. that was the last cartoon that starred a black woman. Um, and so this is going to be kind of the first in a long time. And I think that's pretty cool. I yeah. think that's really great. I really like that. Um, the show is going to star uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, who's currently on ABC's sitcom Blackish, a, a show I don't watch because we don't have normal TV and we don't really. We don't have time to watch television. No, a lot we of don't. Times. We don't really do that's sitcoms why there in was general a either. Laps well, yeah, that's true too. These episodes. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of a. It, I'll be interested to see what they do with that. Um, I'll be interested, like, to see uh, more of that character because I really liked. I really liked Jody's character design, and like, I really liked. Well, um, what they did, like, with the character, I didn't, I mean, I like what they did with the character, character design-wise. They basically just had her speak a few lines that were meaning, yeah, that you were right. meaning you to the plot. You haven't truly met her no. yet, because you've only watched these, this, handful like, of episodes. And I, and I can't yeah. wait to see more of that character, because, like, because, again, with the background characters, the characters who only have a few lines, there's, like, you can just see in the design that there's a lot of depth to them, and I'm really excited to see... Um, what Jody's character has in store. I'm really curious to see if they, if they keep the animation style or if they try to modernize it a little bit. I mean, I, if they modernize it, I don't think they will keep um, anybody. I don't know, like the the Daria style is, I don't know, recognizable. It is. It's very, so, I, it's very the show. Like, and it, it's, will, it's Daria. it will feel, it won't feel like a Daria cartoon. cartoon. And I wonder... And I mean, if they want to completely separate... I could see them changing it. Yeah. Obviously, we'll be able to tell the difference because of the fact that it'll be probably digitally produced where right. these may have not have been, at least especially in the beginning. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope that they keep that like kind of flatter blocky. colors, blocky type of thing. I do wonder if they're going to try to separate it entirely because they've taken Daria out already. Because again, she was supposed to be part of the show and now she's not. 
Now I don't know if she's might I, she might have cameos. She will. I would she imagine will they're gonna. Have I would think so. They're gonna have something like they gotta tie it in somehow. I Jody think. mentions she got a text or email right. or something, or they'll I, zoom call each other or something like that. Right. That, or I they'll imagine. Just, like, they'll just mention, oh, do you remember Daria? Like something like that. Yeah. They'll do. They'll do something. I, yeah. I would think they'd tie it in somehow, but we'll but see. I'm really excited because I'm really excited um, to see what happens with the story because like. The way that you described it and like what they've mentioned that the story will be about so far seems really interesting. Like that's something well, that I would definitely want to watch. And I would love to see Daria's take on today. You know, well, and I'm sure we will get some of that through yeah. Jody too. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just I meant Daria, Daria as a the, the, as a concept, mm-hmm. not as the character. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, I would like to see the Daria show's take on today. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. So, yeah. well, I mean, I think we've kind of covered everything. Um, I, I gotta say, Daria was pretty cool. It was? I was very surprised by it. I think I'll go back and watch some more of it, and it sounds like we probably all will at some yep. point, so. I certainly will. All right. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks for checking out this episode of Generation 2. Be sure to subscribe today so you can join us as we discuss our favorite cartoons from the last 40 years. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram, both at smxaudio where we're available to talk tunes anytime. This has been your host, Rob Lamley, for the Space Monkey X Audio Workshop. Thanks for stopping by, and we'll see you all next time.